the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We're talking to Brad Hambrick, uh, the author of Angry with God, An Honest Journey Through Suffering and Betrayal. Um, now, now, Brad, you, you lead the, the G4 um, counseling uh, mi- uh, ministry at, at, uh, at the church there at Summit, uh, which, which is kind of a peer and uh, a lay counseling uh, area. What would you say to those just in the church who aren't necessarily, you know, counselors who are coming alongside a friend in their small group that is dealing with anger like that? How, how would you encourage them? Because sometimes we're afraid to to walk into those people's lives and say, no, no, it's okay. Uh, wh- how would you encourage people to, to come alongside those who are struggling with this anger? Yeah. One of the things that if anybody's heard me teach more than once or twice, you've probably heard me say, uh, counseling is a word like dog. Hmm. Um, you know, dog is a word that has a semantic range uh, that covers everything from a poodle, which is a cat that barks, <laughs> uh, a, you know, a Great Dane, which is a horse that people let live in their house. <laughs> uh, I love that. <laughs> and, and so when we say like counsel, counseling covers everything from just an exasperated conversation with a friend where I'm not really looking for answers. I just want somebody who cares about me, who can hear me and let me know I'm not alone in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. to meeting with somebody who is highly credentialed in a formal setting where you fill out intake forms and we're working towards a specific goal. I don't try to tell people how they should use the word counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a friend, if you're coming alongside of somebody, be a good friend. Uh, hopefully this resource uh, that when you get to the spot where you're like, I'm not sure what to say next. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, usually, I mean, my advice there, if you don't know what to say, ask more questions. Uh, and when you're not sure what question to ask, that's a good sign that you need to add somebody else to the team. Hmm. Uh, and, yeah. you know, that's different from saying referral. Referral sometimes comes across as abandonment where it's like, ah, I don't know what to do with you. Uh, go get help from somebody else. But like, hey, what you're struggling with is hard enough. Mm-hmm. It's perplexed me, too. That kind of honors uh, the consternation and the angst of like, I was at my wit's end. Um, and if somebody could listen to me for 45 seconds and give me the answer for what I was looking for, um, I may be helped, but I also feel dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, when somebody is stumped with me, it kind of honors the stumpness that I feel. Uh, and that friend who will learn alongside of you, whether it's kind of a, a read through a book like this and have conversations or, hey, let's talk with a pastor or a counselor might be nice. And as you talk to them, like I would love to uh, not necessarily go to counseling with you, but learn alongside of you as you debrief the experience with me, if you're willing to let me do that. Uh, a friend can be immensely supportive. I mean, back to what Rick was saying, like self-help. Uh, Even when self-help is helpful, self-help alone is lonely. Hmm. 
uh, and a friend embodies like God's presence, God's with us, God's eyes of compassion, God's ears of understanding in a way that uh, let's not ever downplay the significance uh, of what just a friend can mean in hard times. Yeah, that is so good. Brad Hambrick uh, with us, uh, latest book, Angry with God, An Honest Journey Through Suffering and Betrayal. Uh, Dan has the website there. You can check out newgrowthpress.com. And you can also go to uh, Brad's website, bradhambrick.com. Some good stuff there. We want to uh, continue to talk about uh, about uh, anger and grief. Um, uh, and, and again, uh, check out the book. In fact, uh, Brad has a number of books. Dan and I, we were discussing uh, a, a couple of the books even before uh, we put you on uh, StreamYard uh, today. We'd love to have you back. Uh, and uh, it looks like you have a lot of books there behind you. I don't know if those are all your books that you've written. <laughs> They're not. That's pretty. Have you read every single one of those books? <laughs> <laughs> I've read the title of every single one of those books. Hey, thanks for joining us today on Faith Talk Live. We're honored to have Brad Hambrick, and the book is called Angry with God, An Honest Journey Through Suffering and uh, Betrayal. And one of the questions uh, that I have, I love this, uh, you talk about in the book how anger is often a secondary emotion in a situation. Is there a common first and then anger? And I know depression has got to be in there somewhere. I think you said third, fourth, fifth, something in there. Kind of give us the diagnostic of uh, what we're feeling. Well, uh, primary emotions uh, are usually the safer emotions. Uh, They put a buffer between us and whatever it is that's going on. Uh, So anger is a very common primary emotion. Uh, Secondary emotions are a bit more vulnerable. Uh, So kind of the classic, almost to the point of being cliche example of this uh, is let's say you have a parent uh, who's in the front yard, their child is playing around and the child moves towards the busy street. Mm. Uh, At that moment, um, you know, that that primary emotion, like if you ask them, like, what do you feel? Uh, I feel afraid. Mm hmm. And then if you, how do you feel about being afraid for the uh, safety of your child? Um, I'm angry. And so when that parent says, stop right there, don't move. Um, if in that moment you could get down and interview said child, you know, <laughs> how does mom or dad feel at this moment? Anger is going to get all the attention. Mm-hmm. It's sharp. It's direct. It's the safer emotion. Now, if you go to that parent and try to correct them, like, hey, you need to calm down. Seems like you're a little too wound up. Like in this situation, feel like maybe you overreacted. That parent is not feeling they're going, what, am I supposed to be like sanguine when my child is moving towards them? Tell me what I'm supposed to feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so when somebody can begin to see, and this is another illustration of that, I'm mixing metaphors here. You can draw the same picture with a red crayon, i.e. anger, or you can draw the same picture with a gray crayon, like classic kid picture where you draw a house with a chimney and a little bit of smoke and a tree and a car off to the side. You can draw it with a red crayon or you can draw it with a gray. A big part of this book is helping you talk about the things that you've been through in the color of gray 
so that the people around you don't back away because you're angry, mm. so that you feel like you're bringing this uh, in an open conversation where, um, you know, God said, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. I mean, it's one of the Beatitudes, like it, if that's going to happen, like if we're going to receive God's comfort, we got to trust him with our tears. Mm-hmm. And so how do we understand this, this grief that flares red mm-hmm. in such a way uh, that it becomes approachable in conversation, that we're not defensive as we say it, that, um, you know, we have to be in a posture of receivability um, of like, ah, we, we want to be receptive to the care that's being offered um, before our own defensiveness doesn't get in the way of, of what God's wanting to give. Mm, that's so good. Fred Hambrick, the book's called Angry with God, An Honest Journey Through Suffering and uh, Betrayal. I think it came out, I'm trying to find the paper, what, in September, September 26th, uh, and here we are in October. What have you heard from folks maybe that have started to read it, uh, maybe finished it, uh, or even those that you talked to about it before you released it? Yeah, I think the the best, the favorite, I'm not quite sure what adjective to put there, uh, encouragement that I've gotten is that the book felt safe and approachable mm-hmm. uh, that because uh, again, it's, it's a book about pain, suffering, betrayal. Um, it, you know, one of the things we hit early on is this isn't an answer book as if our pain were a riddle. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you get a riddle um, then, you know, the power of a riddle is it creates angst um, because it raises some question. Uh, and then as soon as you know, the answer all the angst goes away. The riddle is completely disempowered. Mm. Uh, and oftentimes when we're going through hard times, the natural reflex question is why? Yeah. Like, why am I going through this? And because we put the question or we put our angst in the form of a question, people are tempted to give us an answer as if the answer is what's going to make it better. Um, and so chapter one is just your pain is not a riddle. It's a journey. Uh, and so this is something that we'll need to navigate and assimilate, um, that this is something where we wish we could just rip it out of our story and throw it away and pretend it never happened. Uh, but that's, it's not really an option. Yeah. And so we're going to assimilate this into our life story where these painful events, they don't get the last word. Hmm. Uh, they are a hard chapter in an otherwise good story. They are a dark chapter. And we want to honor it as that. But at the same time, we don't want it to be the defining chapter of your life. And it doesn't have to be Uh, because of the gospel. God gets the last word. And that word is a word of hope. Uh, But that doesn't mean we microwave or fast forward through what's hard to get there. Uh, We honor the hard. Uh, so that the tenderness of God comes out, and that is part of what makes the story good. That is so good. Brad Hambrick, the book's called Angry with God, An Honest Journey Through Suffering and Betrayal. Go to bradhambrick.com, and you can also go to uh, newgrowthpress.com. Brad, thank you so much for your time. I know we know you have a meeting here in just a few. We'd love to have you back uh, in a few months just to kind of check and see you know, how the book's doing. And Dan and I really can't wait to read this book uh, because we saw this and started reading through what we have. And it's like, 
hey, we need this and we know people around us need this. Let's see if we can get a copy of it. So we're going to read it and we'd love to visit you again. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Pro, And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.